What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of The Extra Point, presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. Uh, it is me, me Jones, and uh, Sully this week. Tommy Bunn's on hiatus again uh, for the Thanksgiving holiday, but we had to get our quick episode in for you guys uh, before the thir- Thursday Thanksgiving games, NFL Week 13, and uh, shoot the shit on a little NBA. Um, so that being said, let's hop right in and, and talk about what's going on in the association of late. Uh, mainly with uh, Kemba Walker avoiding becoming the next Christopher Reeve and never being able to walk again. Uh, that was a close call. Did not Certainly did not look good as he was leaving the court. Yeah, um, at first glance, it didn't look like anything. He um, stumbled into... Who was the player he stumbled into? Semi Ojale, who's Semi-Ogele. Bas- Ogele. He's basically Semi-Ogele. Khalil Mack on a basketball court. Yeah, yeah, the S- guy from SMU, I think second or third year. Uh, he's huge. Didn't look bad. Uh, this must have been the angle with how um, he he hit. Um, I don't know. When James Harrison had that uh, terrible, obviously, in, I mean, not James Harrison. Um, what's his name? Um, Ryan Shazier. Ryan Shazier. I mean, it, it didn't look like it was that terrible until you saw him on the ground. So a lot of times it's just the weird angle of the head. Um, or, or the contact and and the head just I don't know it just just not snapping but whatever goes on it it just looked really weird. Um, it didn't look like it was either neither I thought were going to be as bad and and thankfully Kemba's I think he's got a concussion and now um, he should be okay. I don't know what his timetable is, but he he's not you know has full feeling and everything. So yeah, take all the time news. you need on that one. What's that? Take all the time you need on that one, man. Yeah, yeah, that was, um, you know, he got taken off in the stre- on a stretcher, so really looked like it could have been, you know, weeks, months, if not uh, whatever, possibly, unfortunately, a power, power being paralyzed in some, in some way, and it wasn't, so that's, that's good news for Kemba. We're big Kemba fans. And um, some other news in the NBA, we have the... Uh, Rockets losing to the Clippers and uh, the return of Paul George. And funny the f- funny that uh, Patrick Beverly is the one that uh, locks down James Harden at the end of the game. And Russell Westbrook last week when they lost him said that he can't defend. He just runs around in circles and he doesn't even know how to defend. So um, that was some, some comical relief because Patrick Beverly is one of the most... Um, in addition to being a hustler, he's one of the best defensive point guards in the league, I think. To I think me, like, like, Pat, Pat Beverly and Russell Wilson are, like, complete Westbrook. polar... Or, yeah, Russell Westbrook are complete polar opposites of each other. They, like, Russ is all about stats, him first. Uh, scoring. Scoring. Plays out of control. Um, and it, Beverly is just the, the opposite. He's a... Tough, hard-nosed defender, does all the little things, doesn't give a shit about the stat sheet, uh, and they just they seem like so opposite to me. And obviously, yeah, Beverly's a good three-point shooter. Russ Brooks a terrible three-point shooter. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's not to say Beverly's void of any offensive game. He's he's a solid offensive player. He's just not going to. Yeah, he's a good he's a good three point shooter. He's just he doesn't really look for a shot as much as he possibly could when he knows he has so much more talented players and he knows that he gives most of his effort on the defensive end. Um, he knows his role and it's a great role. It's a role that's few and far between in the NBA. Yeah, there's not many defensive uh, minded point guards in the league. The only person I can really think of that was similar to him was oh I'm, I'm losing it right now he was on the Celtics um he was a one or a two I think he was more of a two what was his name Bradley no Bradley's a good comparison too Bradley's definitely defensive minded but he did have some he did have some offensive explosions with the Celtics and uh, other teams it is more a few years back before before he played with he made his money on the Grizzlies Tony Allen. Tony Allen, yes, yes, that's it. Tony Allen. Kind of like a Tony Allen. Um, you know, he may be a little better shooter than Tony he's that, Allen. Yeah, Tony, Tony Allen was void of any offensive game. Yeah, yeah, he's a little better than better than Tony Allen. But Tony Allen was a defensive stalwart. Um, he was all energy, all effort. Similar type of players playing hard. Um, I like those guys. I think they have a place in the league. They clearly do. But... Um, they may not make the big contracts, and, and and the average fan probably doesn't know a ton about them or really, you know, care. I mean, kind of PJ Tucker, another guy like that, I really like. He's more of a forward, but he he's he can make the three. I mean, if you can make a three point shot and you can defend, I mean, you're on my team and you, you're you're good on any team. In you're gonna opinion. have a place in this league till you're 35. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's just funny. I mean. It's funny, Russ calls them out after they have their nice little win, uh, whatever, because, you know, obviously, Paul George didn't play. Paul George comes back, looking like the Rockets are going to win. Um, some big shots made by Lou Williams and Beverly, you know, Beverly makes the winning play, and and one, and one of some of the top defensive plays for them, and he mocks Russell uh, after they both fall, they both fouled out, and he mocked him and got into Russ's. He has a lot of heads, you know, headspace in uh, Russ's head. Oh, it, it rents due, and it's free. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Russ is just so easy to trigger. I mean, whether it's a reporter, whether it's another fan, there's a lot of players, and there's there's a lot of players. There's certain players in NBA that get triggered, and there's and there's certain ones that just that just it, it's it's hard not to trigger them. And he's just one of those guys that you just if if you really try to you can you can make his life his his night hell and that's what that's what Beverly did. I mean, of course, you had Russ Westbrook shooting one for seven from three. Who's surprised there? I mean, this guy just only learn. Russ. Only Russ. This is guy surprised. doesn't. He doesn't learn. Not saying he can't take them. He should take one or two or whatever, two to three a game. Even that's I'm fine with that. He should have taken the. He should be should have had the Giannis approach his whole career. Until you can hit two out of five consistently, you shouldn't be shooting him. Take take two a game though. Keep enough to to take to keep people honest. Take open ones. Um, if it's open, take it. Don't take it off the dribble. Take it if it's some set up for you. Sure, take it. A good open shot. But he just chucks them up off the dribble, and it's no offense, and it's a quick rebound, and it and it helps ignite a fast break, um, like most quick three-point shots without any ball movement do and it's just you know if you're Steph Curry it's great offense if you're 
somewhat Clay Thompson, if you can make those shots and, and you could do it, I mean, that's, you yeah, know. If you're shooting 44% doing that, yeah, do, that's your offense. But Yeah, Lou Williams, sure. Lou Williams can take him. Yeah. Lou, Jamal Crawford even. Jamal Crawford, he's not in the league um, probably because of his defense being so terrible. but I wonder how long until he gets a contract. Because now it's, a, you know, one person tweets it out and it's a big deal now that Jamal Crawford. I mean, yeah, he, I mean he's just, he, he just can't. I think he was the worst statistical defender last year. He what? If he wasn't, he was. He was at one point late in the season. But I still think there is a place for him in the league because he can make a th- shot and he can score buckets. I still do think there's a place for him. But then again, Carmelo. Oh, Carmelo's another story. He had a he had a good game the other day. The last time Jamal Crawford played in the NBA game, he scored fifty one. Wow, I forgot about that. Fifty one. He doesn't have a team. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little similar to the Carmelo debate where. Carmelo's not going to defend very well. He's not the best passer, but he definitely deserves a a, a a role or you know at least a bench spot on someone's team. Whether it's shooting mid range shots, making threes, it's just the whole you know, yeah. It's like obviously he's not a complete player anymore, but you're off. He your shouldn't fucking, be a top six player on your team. He no, shouldn't. but you're out of but, your you're out of your mind if you think he's not a top four hundred basketball player in the world. Yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, he's making he's making threes. He had, I think, four assists the other day. I think he had 18 points. Um, you know, he might not be the most efficient, but if he can, he can give you instant offense. He was that he night. Need- he was that night. And that's when that's when we're really going to see Melo he was. be great this season is when he has those games when he's, you know, three three for five from three and, you know, yeah. seven he for 12 from the floor. serviceable defensively because that's a team devoid of defensive prowess. Which is crazy because uh, you got Mo- Whiteside backing up everybody. What's up? Which is crazy because you got Whiteside protecting the rim. Yeah, but Whiteside doesn't give you effort. I know. I'm just saying, that's theoretically, the is- he should be... That, that shouldn't be an issue for them. Well, I think it is because they lost Mo Harkless, a lengthy defender. Um, Aminu, they're very... They struggled defensively rebounding, and and, the, and and he's another lanky defender they lost. Evan Turner's another solid, competent defender. They lost those three guys. Those yeah. are three big pieces. Harkless started in the two. They all kind of played bench type of minutes, and I thought all those guys had their roles. Where is Turner right now? Turner's on... Oh, I saw him the other day. I'm, like, completely drawing a blank on where he was. I am, too. I, I, I saw where he was the other day, too. It's gonna kill me. I have to. I have to look it up. But yeah, I mean, it, it's it's. He was overpaid, but he still he still you can run the offense through Evan Turner. He's a very good passer. Was he a number one pick or number two? Pick? Number two overall. Number two, right? Behind, uh, I think John Wall. Oh, he's on the he's on the Hawks. He's on the Hawks. He's. I was gonna say the Hawks. Oh my god, I was gonna say it's not. Uh. Now is is he considered a bust? Um, uh, I don't know, I guess. Not really. I don't know if bust I mean, is the right word. For the number two spot, you expect to get more than you've gotten from him. But yeah. it's not like he's a bad NBA basketball player. Yeah, no. He's in a, he's at worst an above average role player. He, he, he didn't pan out, though. No, 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 no. I mean, he was supposed to be a franchise player, and he wasn't. He had some good scoring seasons with the Celtics, but... Um, it seems like a lot of people have had these uh, over, like, had more points than they're worth, whether it's Isaiah Thomas with them in years past, whether it's 
uh, Tony Allen with them. He had some years of 10 and 11 points, whether it's Avery Bradley, who shouldn't be scoring more than eight a game. Yeah. A lot of these guys have carved out uh, good offensive roles for themselves that are defensive players. Um, but I, I don't know. It's just it's just funny. They're such a defensive-minded team. But Even Aaron Baines. Now look at him in Phoenix yeah. this year. Most, yeah. value, most uh, improved player conversation. Yeah. Um, what were we just saying? Oh, Matt, Matt, oh yeah. They, I think they lost a lot of lanky, lanky uh, defenders and good rebounders. And I think, and the thing with Whiteside is, it's it's he gets he'll get the blocks, but he doesn't give you the effort on every play. And I think it's similar to steals with guards. Russell Westbrook, James Harden, they'll give you the steals. You look at James Harden; he's getting two steals a game. You say, oh, average. You know, you know. I, yeah, just, I hate that. I call it highlight. The fan, I call the fan it that highlight doesn't defense. Know anything says he's getting. Two steals a game. He's defending. Yeah. Uh, granted, he may be better defensively than he was three years ago, which was probably bottom ten in the league. But he, I mean, he doesn't give the effort on every play. He just doesn't. He doesn't give the effort defensively um, that you need in the league, and it, and it hurts them. And I think in the I think in the playoffs, he's winded and tired more so because he's trying to give that effort, and he he doesn't been doing it all year. So it's so true. Uh, it's like kind, he's forced like to get that, that he's effort. He's got the numbers. He's got the numbers, though. He's he'll have the blocks at the end of the year. But anyone who's a Miami Heat fan or anyone who's who's seen Miami Heat basketball knows he doesn't bring it. He doesn't bring it offensively, defensively, and even a rebound. He'll take off possessions. That's the thing, and he doesn't have that motor. So uh, Myers Leonard, they lost too. Who who definitely had a good role for them. Maybe not a great defender, but he was another guy. So they a lot of moving parts with Portland. I really like their depth got hurt, and Seth Curry, another guy they lost, offensively hurt some more. But just that's five or six key guys they lost. So a lot of turnover there with Portland. It wouldn't surprise me if they start once they start getting some continuity offensively and even defensively on rotations that they start to improve. But uh, playoffs, I don't know. I don't know. Them and the Spurs are really hurting right now. Yeah, I mean, that, I, just back on your point on like on Harden, like looking at like some. That's a perfect example of like you know the 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 box score expert. On like either you'll see on Twitter and everyone you know talking about stuff like that. It's just if you watch the game, you know that's not true. Like, he, yeah, he has two steals. Guess what? He plays defense two times a night, and that's not that's not acceptable. Yeah, like uh, yeah, I mean he'll pick the pocket once once a game, and then the other steal he'll get on you know well the ball, you know someone will tap it and he gets it somehow. Like, I, I mean, yeah, there you go. Numbers never lie. Like, no, in that situation they're lying. They're, they're just not they're good lying. indicators. They're they're, yeah. they're not good indicators of 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 every play defensive defensive ability and effort. But and that's um, really such a tough thing to quantify. Like it's tough. And actual DR, defensive, good for it. Yeah, for the most part, uh, it's probably the best thing we have. But and the team that I'm really shocked about is the Spurs. They're they're really they're really surprising me how bad they are. I thought yeah. I thought getting back a lot of you know a lot of their young guys Walker and um, who's the other point guard they got back Murray. There's rumors. Uh, this is Pops last year. I mean it. You know, he might. It might be. They're six and eleven. Six and eleven right now. This would be the first time missing the playoffs in 21 years. I think. Right now, I mean, it's safe to say they probably won't because you have. The Portland's five and twelve. You got to think they're going to be better. Sacramento's still ahead of them. The Pelicans are going to get much better once they have Zion. 
I think. And Sacramento was there. They burn out fire lately. I think they've won like nine of yeah. twelve or something like that. And Phoenix has been struggling lately. They they they're four. They're str- struggling based on their their hot start. But once again, they're going to get eaten back. So they're going to have reinforcements there. The Timberwolves have been a nice surprise at eight and eight. But Wiggins is playing really well. It's another guy. He's finally he's finally sort of accepting a challenge and and really improving, which is nice to see because I I'm not a I'm not a Wiggins fan, but. He's finally starting to to contribute. Um, yeah, it's about time. What is he in his fifth year? I would say fifth year would be right. Yeah, twenty fourteen is when he was drafted. So that would make sense. Um, yeah, I think I, I, he's putting up a lot of a lot of points. Let's see how many he's putting up. I don't know. I know he had a stretch of thirty point games. The list of the li- it's crazy. The list of players who have scored more points than Andrew Wiggins since he entered the league. It's something. It's it's like eight players. It's something insane. Yeah, listen to this: twenty five points a game, five five rebounds, three and a half assists. Um, rebounds, assists aren't great, but better than usual. Twenty five a game. That's. And he's another one of those guys who, like, when he can't when he was in college, he was like a great defender. And yeah. they were they were hoping his offensive game would follow, and then he got to the league and it completely flopped. He's scoring yeah. at will and he can't defend anybody. Yeah, and forty seven percent from the field, which is very good for a shooting guard. Um, so I never been a big Wiggins. I always thought he was overrated, but he he's starting to shoot twenty five a game is big time. Another guy like that, Brandon Ingram, he's scoring. He's getting buckets. Yeah, Brandon he's Ingram. I mean, up- the, the Pelicans are looking like that. I don't want to say won that trade, but it's certainly looking like a win win. I mean, yeah, how, how much like, how much worse could they look like? They got a lot of good pieces. You got, I mean, you got Lonzo could be a very good point guard for a long time for them. Josh Hart's a very good role player. You got yeah, Ingram's. I mean, if Ingram's Ingram's what twenty two or twenty three? People people yeah. gave up on Brendan Ingram way too quick. Way, way too, too quick. quick. This is his third year or fourth year? Fourth year. Fourth year. He's twenty two or twenty three years old. Um, he hasn't put on weight. People said you should put on weight, this, that, whatever. That's not what his bread and butter is. He's a Durant type. He's a mid-range pull-up. He, he's playing a lot more aggressive to the basket. He he can make shots, but he needs the ball in his hand. That's why he never worked with LeBron. He needs the ball in his hand. He's not a he's not a spot-up shooter. So it's a much better role where he can handle the ball more. Now he has a guy like J.J. Redick off the, who can play off the ball. Um, him and Lonzo can go on and off. Zion doesn't need the ball to be effective, we know. He's a great defender, rebounder. You can, you can post him up here and there. He's not going to complain. So I love the future of that team. Drew Holiday is the veteran. Um, I hope they make a run. And Lonzo, I mean, I think the best part about Lonzo is it gives a Holiday a play a chance to play off the ball, which he's very capable of, but it, it should doing that at this point should extend his career or at least his elite level by a year or two. Yeah, I mean, he's not putting out the offensive numbers uh, total-wise, average-wise, than he normally does, but he's still efficient. He still brings it defensively, one of the best two-way guards. Yeah, and I mean, he, he's a, he's a top-five defensive point guard, unarguably. Yes. Yes, and most of those guys are like Patrick Beverly's who don't do it on both sides like him. He, like, he's one of the best two-way point guards in the league. Yeah. He just, he's he's up there. He's top. I mean, you look at Curry, like Curry doesn't really play defense. You look at a lot of these, Harden doesn't. Chris Paul's offense has dropped off so much, and his defense has come down to earth. It's just so rare that yeah. you have both. Like John Wall was always up there, kind of ish, but he's not even the best defender. It's it's really um, 
Slim Pickens with two-way point guards. So he's always been one of the best ones, one of my favorite players. I honestly, I can't name another star point guard that plays legitimately all-star level caliber on both sides of the ball besides Drew Holiday. Defensively? Kemba's serviceable, but he's not great. I'm saying to the point where you talk about his defense as a strength. I'm saying Kemba's one of the names I can think of, and he's not a great defender at all. I mean, you look at a guy even like Luca's not there yet. Even, even Luca's not a, not a phenomenal defender yet. No, like like Levine is a terrible defender. Terrible, he, I mean, terrible. He put up forty. That's another story. He put up forty nine the other day and scored. Yo, that of. shot. He had some fucking balls taking that shot. You see how that game he, ended? He could have took a mid range two when um, what's his name stole? Who stole the ball? It was it was Arichadakunu, my ex, my Nova Wildcat. He stole the ball. Gave it to Levine, like, he dribbles out to the three-point line, down two with three seconds to go. Buzzer beater with or with one second left. He backs up to take a three, and they only needed two. That yeah. was very ballsy. That was... Yeah. I saw that, but that was, like, a big... I think that was a big fuck you to the coach, like... Because he said he had those comments earlier yes, in the day that were he's like not he's not giving me the chance or some, some shit like he's that. Not, yeah, no, because the coach said he's a terrible defender, which he is, and... Or something along those lines, and then and then he said, "I'm not getting chances. I'm not." It's just who's who's their coach again? Do they? Uh, Jim. They still have that Jim, guy, Jim Boylan. Uh, Jim. Oh, it's a new guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost positive. I'll be that's honest, I didn't. I didn't know that. It's not. It's not that that other that other schmuck. No. I, I I didn't like their old coach. The one that was after Tibbs. It, like Hoy, Hoiberg? Oh no, 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 no! Hoiberg's long gone. Yeah, I, I never was a Hoiberg fan at all. I thought he was terrible. Yeah, he should have stayed in college. But yeah, they, yeah the Bulls I mean, are. I mean, they're they're not like it's one of those teams that kind of like they remind me of like the uh, the Suns like two or three years ago. The you know, Suns have passed like three, four years. Like they're making good individual draft picks, and they have like. Players that are talented, good, a lot of good players, but they talented. can't put, turn it into wins. You know, no, like they can't. It's like you look at this team. You look at Markinen. You look at Levine. You look at Wendell Carter's a solid young player. You look at um, they're also missing the point guard. But even yo, uh, what's his name's playing real well? Kobe White. He's gonna be good. Kobe White looks great. He's gonna be real good. That was a good pick. I by do them. think they have a future. I do think they have a future. Um, you know. I, I, they might. They need like a, a veteran. They need. They're missing a veteran that to really, like a glue guy veteran or some something. Yeah. Um, I need I did, a, I did a, they got a veteran that is at least their third option scoring wise. Yeah. Good at that that quality. So he's got to be at least as good as Otto Porter, I guess if that's who you're calling their third option. Now, Otto yeah. Porter's been in the league what six years now, but like still, I mean. I, I don't know who I'm yeah, thinking that's a of, bad but contract. It's real bad. He got he got he got a career year, a good three point shooter that year, and then he got paid by the Wizards. Yeah, I don't know how they were able to unload that contract. They took I on don't Jab- know. They, all they do is take on Jabari Parker, and I mean yeah. he left. But like you know who you know I I, I thought of a name. I, I have a good one for the defensive point guard. Um, that's uh, I think not at the level defensively close. Mike Conley. Sure. That's sure. the next guy I can think of. That's that's similar level. Not maybe not quite, but um, he's are, a great. They're almost kind of like the same generation, though. I think they were drafted yeah. two, three years apart. Conley was oh seven or oh eight. I yeah. think Holiday was nine or ten. 
Yeah, love Conley. Love Conley. Big. Yeah, if you don't like Mike Conley, I mean, I don't know what's the matter with you. Guy just does, yeah, he's he does everything nice guy, the right way. He's hard, humble, and his game is great. Efficient. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, his offensively is not, you know, putting in insane numbers, but he's a little, taking a little backseat to Donovan Mitchell. Loyal and to, like, loyal to Memphis. I like a lot. I like the Jazz. Yeah, the Jazz could be, they could make some, some waves in the playoffs this year. That's no joke. They could. And the Mavericks, oh man, the Mavericks, I did not think they'd be this good. I didn't think they had the depth. I really don't see much depth on this roster. They have this guy, Finney Smith, starting. Do you know who Finney Smith is? I have no clue who this guy is. Um, They have these, like, no names. I know. And Luca is, oh, Luca's, he's got to be the MVP, no? Yeah. I mean, he went from. He went from plus 9,500 to start the year to, like, plus 800 or 700 now. I mean, you can make the case for LeBron, obviously. You can make the case for Giannis at the end of the day. Um, Jimmy Butler might have a case. I mean, he won't win it, but he, he should have, have some votes. But, I mean, Harden will get votes, obviously. He shouldn't. If, he the, sh- season, he shouldn't. if the season ends today, I don't see an argument against Luka. Legitimately. No, I mean, he... He's putting up what is it, twenty eight, nine, and ten, or something like. He's like point two short of a triple double. But the difference between him and Russell Westbrook getting it, getting it, is that he doesn't force things and he's efficient. Yeah, he's efficient. Triple doubles aren't bad. They're not bad at all. It's 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 great, but it, it's how you get them. It's if you're doing it efficiently, you're scoring efficiently. It's you're not taking rebounds away from your own team. You're playing unselfish. You're not. Oh, if Luca goes this season, finishes the season recording a triple double, it it is miles more impressive and better than any of the seasons rusted. It's not even close. It's yeah, way more I mean, impressive. I I mean, it's just efficiency matters so much, and not turning the ball over six times a game. I mean, he's shooting he's shooting fifty percent from the field, ten point one rebounds, nine point eight assists. Uh, the three-point shot is 35, which isn't great, but that's re- respectable enough. That's like what Harden uh, shoots, r- roughly. It's yeah, it's, yeah, no, it is. I mean, volume shooters a lot of times you're not shooting 45 percent unless you're. I mean, you're a Curry or a Curry. Uh, Clay's even a little lower, but you know you don't really get that. I mean, not many volume shooters that aren't just specialty three-point shooters like Corver and Reddick. They only shoot over 40 that much, so. When you do take so many, it, it does lower it a little bit. But, like, he's taking a lot of threes a game, too. He is. He's taking maybe a little too much, but he, he making a, he's making nine and a half a game, which is a lot. But, but he I mean, 35% is good enough. And he's – turnovers, eh, four and a half. It's, it's not, you know, it's not a low number, but but it's not, it's not over five or five and a half. His – his usage is really high, especially because the other guy, um, you know, KP isn't a ball handler either. So they got the the, the two stars. KP isn't handling the ball. It's it's KP's not like it's two a guards. A little bit of a rough start. Yeah, he, he he is. I mean, he's he's had some some good shooting nights. He's he hasn't. I mean, Luca's been carrying them. Yeah. So, uh, but I didn't foresee this. I didn't see eleven and five for them. I thought they were a borderline playoff team. Obviously, the Warriors um, going down gets another uh, possible team back in the mix of it. Whether you thought they were seven, eight seed, or they're going to be in the thick of it, and now they're completely out of it. And they're even looking at Lamelo Ball. Yeah, and they have the yeah, worst yeah, record in 
Uh, Myers is going uh, to uh, Australia to scout him. That and that, an that tells dynamic. me, that tells me, uh, Russell's completely gone at the at the deadline. Yeah, he might be already, but Russell's gone because you have so much, so many guards already with Russell, Clay, and you know Curry. So those are three, and you know Lamelo. What is he? Lamelo's, Lamelo's, uh, Lamelo's big, but he's he's a guard, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's a point guard. You know, he's a point guard. Yeah, but he's like, what is he? Six six. Six seven six eight. Six seven, yeah, wow. So, you know, I mean, they're they're gonna have to get rid of Russell, and I think the smart move is to get rid of Russell. But they are. That's another thing I want to touch on. Is uh, last thing for basketball is I want to touch a little bit on Steve Kerr, because everyone told me he's a great coach. He's amazing. He's this. I know it's not a great team. I know it's not a long a a, a very deep team, but he does have two all stars. Draymond's a three-time All-Star, t- having a terrible year. Terrible year. Uh, D'Angelo Russell uh, had a great year last year, made the All-Star. I mean, they're not premier All-Star players, but they're All-Star players, and they're teams, players that have done very well for their teams in the past. And I don't think... I think he's an overrated coach. I think he's... I think he needs to have more than three wins. Yeah. Three, I mean, he's, three it's and- a real reality check for... for uh... I'm not saying he's a terrible coach. I know he he's done some great things in his offense and he amazing players, but I think he needs to be held a little bit accountable because Eric Pascal's having a great year and he's a talented player from Villanova. He is. They got Poole. He's a ta- they have young players that are talented from college. They have Omari Spellman from Villanova. It's not like they have nobodies. They have Glenn Robinson. These guys are talented players who did well in college, and some of them are playing well, like Pascal. But it's not like it's like nobodies. They're young and they're inexperienced. And they have they have Draymond and they have and they have Russell and even when they had Curry they looked bad. It was a small sample size, but maybe six or seven games. But they were bad. They 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 were maybe two and five or two and four. They they were they weren't very small sample size, but they did not look good with Curry even. So uh, I mean he I see him cracking jokes. I see him you know you know he's he's trying to make fun of it and like make lighthearted of it. And I'm just I don't I don't really get it like. Dude, your, your, your team is the worst team in the NBA. You went from one of the best dynasties to the worst team in the NBA. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I know very unfortunate circumstances. KD was gone, we know that, and the two big injuries to Clay and Curry, but and people left like a Godala. But, I, I mean, you can't have, be, have the worst team in the NBA by far. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean they're, they're worse than the Knicks by, by a full game. Yikes. One game worse than the Knicks. So, I, I, I think we'll see. I, I think we'll also see his coaching abilities once Curry's back next next year. I want to see them with Curry and Clay, and see how how good they are. Some people think they'll be, you know, you know, a championship caliber team. I don't see that. I don't see it. Well, they'll be I revamped. That, I mean, they'll have – well, they're going to have a decision, one, on Draymond. This offseason, Draymond's a free agent. Oh, they they gave him a deal again, didn't they? Oh, they did. What? They Why did. I not remember this. He, he's he's locked up for a while now. I think it was this this offseason. It was early in this past offseason. Oh, you're right. I, I do remember this now. It was like a five year deal or something. Yeah. Okay. So, so so but then so they have that big three. You they got the big three. Then you're gonna have a top likely top five to seven pick coming in 
and whatever they get for Russell. Yeah, and then whatever they get for D'Angelo Russell, which you have to imagine is at least of similar quality. It might not be one player. It might be two great role players. It might be a pick and a great role player. But you have... No, they could have a very talented team, but I question... I I do question Steph Curry's ability to stay healthy. I agree. I'm just saying... I do. I'm just saying there's a world where they can quickly revamp back to a title contender next year. Not saying they'll win it, but... They can cer- they certainly have the means to do it. No, yeah, they they do they do. I just I will believe it when I see it. The big the huge part of that original team was their bench was um, Harrison Barnes. Uh, you well, know, that's what I'm that saying. Bench. Maybe they turn Russell into two really good role that players. Would, that would be smart because they had they had they had role players like Barnes, Livingston, um, Festus Azili, Mo Spates. They had those guys, Igadawa that held it down on D and made their mid-range shots. So, um... Go get a, like a, an Aaron, a Eric Gordon-type player or something like that. A guy who's just going to jack him up and nail him for you. I mean, it, it would be very smart for them to get someone like a P.J. Tucker. Yeah, great, too. A, def- a defender. And, and that's where they're really... that That's where they're really... Uh, that's why I see issues for them even when they're healthy is defensively. Because um, I think Draymond's... I think Draymond, it, it, it's looking bad for him. Um, his shooting is getting worse every single year. He's shooting 30, 37% from the field this year, not three-pointers, 37 or something. Jesus Christ. It, 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 it's really bad. Um, and he his play, his rebounding is going down. His his def- defense is going down. A lot is he's, – he's an energy player, and, and eventually that fades – Eventually, as you get older, Curry with the health and the defense is only getting worse. Clay's the one rock solid guy. Yeah, Clay. Clay Clay's the fun. rock he'll solid guy. Um, yeah, Clay's the one guy you know defensively. He'll he'll bring it both sides. So so they they need a three and D player. But uh, that's probably enough for basketball. It was a lot of basketball. It was. Let's let's hop right into NFL. We got the Thanksgiving Day coming up. Full slate of games, and by full slate, I mean three. Uh, we have 12.30, we have the Bears visiting the Lions. 4.30 game is Bills at Cowboys, and the nightcap is Saints at Falcons. What's your Which game are you looking most forward to? Bills-Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I think so, too. I think this is, a, this is a chance for Josh Allen to really turn the lights on. Really show. Yeah, on a, show in a national... Um, yeah. On a national platform, he he got some notoriety and and mainly on the East Coast, I would say. Yeah. Uh, being that we're both New York fans, and he is a New York team, and he's by far the best New York quarterback. Although Sammy Darnold has looked great lately, he's you know he's he's played great all year, and they may not have an elite offense, but Singletary's looking really good. Hunt first hundred yard game of his career. They're eight and three. I don't think they're big contenders. I don't. Um, I think they're missing a big-bodied uh, wide receiver, but I don't know. He can run. He's passing. He's he's not turning it over too much. Um, so he's really. I mean, I I do think Dallas will win, but it's a it's also big for Dallas. If Dallas loses this game, they're in trouble. And Garrett is he is he's hanging on by a thread of his job right now as we speak. I think. Yeah, I don't. Jerry Jones is is torching him, and I love it. I love it. I, I you, you see this bullshit about uh, him. Th- there's mutual interest between him and the Giants, Garrett, Garrett and the Giants. That's if he gets terrible. let go, I, I I don't get that for either 
team. Would, would, either would Jerry party. Jones possibly fire him midseason? I don't think so. No, but. not midseason, but, uh, I mean, I don't think he keeps his job if he loses in the NFC Championship game. Really? You don't? I don't think... I, let me take that back. I don't think he should. You don't think he should lose his job? I don't think he should keep his job. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and honestly... I don't really think of Jerry Jones. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, everyone likes Jerry more than more than more than Garrett, and I think they respect him more when he's built one. And this is a this is a championship level roster from the running backs, the depth with Pollard, to the receivers, Cobb being the third guy behind Gallup, who's having a great year, to having two good tight ends in Jarwin and Witten, to having a really good O line, and you know the great young linebackers, a good secondary. Demarcus Lawrence up front. They have a they have a top five roster, I think. Yeah, I agree. And you know, even as a Giants fan, it's hard to deny that. Uh, you know, I mean, they're they're uh, third, fourth best roster. I don't know. The Packers are up there. The Niners are probably one realistically roster wise. Um, so deep. Seattle's in so many... up there too. Seattle. I don't know about Seattle because I have I have questions about their defense. Um, sure. I don't know. I like their roster. front seven, but their secondary could use some help. I, I think Russell's carrying them more than more than. Um, sure. I, don't know. I mean, I still more think than... I still think like Russ is the MVP, even though everyone's all over Lamar Jackson's dick. Well, right now, it's, I think it's definitely leaning towards Lamar because Russ didn't have a great game, and Lamar, and he had a bye week before that, and Lamar, um, Lamar is a big stage for Lamar tonight. I mean, I'm not, I'm not at this point, I'm not against Lamar for MVP. It's definitely you can make the case for him right now based on how he's playing. Tonight's a big test for him against the Rams. Rams have a good defense. Um, if he keeps playing like this and Russ cools off a little bit, he he definitely probably should win it. But um, I don't know. They're they're they look really special right now. The the Ravens do, and Lamar's passing well. He's passing well. They use those three tight ends. They got smoke. They got uh not Smokey. They got Marquise Brown. Hollywood. So, I mean, it's hard. To, it, it is getting harder and harder to argue Lamar Jackson isn't the MVP because Russell Wilson, Wilson has been coming a little bit back down to earth lately. Um, That's fair. I mean, I'm not saying that there isn't an argument for Lamar. I'm just saying that Russ is my pick still. I, I thought it was premature, the argument for Lamar. Now the more it's going, it, the better. I mean, Russell Wilson had the better throwing numbers. He had less picks. He had more touchdowns, less rushing yards, but the better... Uh, record for a while now their records are the same um but he was doing more with less i always thought yeah that's that's totally fair that's more, more with less um yeah does, you know the main argument. mark andrews is a stud tight end even their backup tight ends i think are great too hurston boyle i mean he's taking hollister and, and disley and turning them into russell wilson is turning them into pro bowl caliber tight ends they're blocking tight ends they're not they're Which guys that crazy. are yeah. hollister cut by the patriots so and apparently this Metcalf kid wasn't going to be able to catch a ball in the NFL, but he's the yeah, best, he the best rookie receiver. He's, he's having a great season, so. We'll see, but, uh, I mean, let's let's uh, let's get into our picks here for the for week 13. Um, yeah. I didn't, I actually didn't go with any of the Thursday game, or the, yeah, the Thursday games, the Thanksgiving games. I was tempted, on the spread at least, I was tempted to take the I didn't the either. Uh, but I ultimately decided to go against that. So where I ended up is I went uh, Packers minus six and a half. 
I think people yep. are overblowing that how bad they looked against the best defense in the NFL last week. Uh, for that line to come in under a touchdown against the Giants, like the Giants' defense is so bad, especially the secondary. Like if Giant, if the Giants have anything to hope for, it's the D line. But their secondary mm-hmm. is atrocious right now, so I think Rogers is just going to torch them. Um, so yeah, minus six and a half Packers. Uh, next I got Pats minus three. They, every time the Texans seem like they, they're like coming up, you know, on the come up could compete with the Patriots. Yeah, I never buy them. The Patriots blow them the fuck out. So yeah, I'm going to take, even though it could be a trap at minus three on the road, give me that, right? Especially if I'm getting it at three or lower. So obviously you don't want to give up that hook. It's at three right now. So if you can get it before the hook, the minus 120 is worth it to me. Uh, lastly, going revenge game. Steelers plus two. I think that yeah. I think the the Browns are way overvalued in this game, and we can't ignore the fact that they're going to be without Jason or not Jason Garrett, uh, Miles Garrett. He's a huge huge part of the defense for uh, Cleveland, arguably their best defensive player. So I think that's a real. Oh, that's something we didn't talk about. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, I mean that we could be here another hour talking about that, but Miles Garrett continues to clown himself. Um, uh, just after, keeps digging deeper. Yeah, after claiming someone was saying racist things, and the NFL was like, "Oh yeah, we have the audio, full audio of the game." He didn't say that. So and that, every nice try. every every black player in the locker rooms never heard him say that. Yeah, never heard of the yeah things. When, so. when your own teammates are like, "Yeah, that didn't happen." Then you you know you're fucking fucked. Yeah, so, yeah. Fuck Miles Garrett on so many levels. Uh, my yeah. last, and I just think that's a huge revenge game for the Steelers. They're at home. I don't know why they're they're two point dogs. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm picking that game as well. <laughs> and um, lastly, I have Saints Falcons over forty nine. This game disappointed and hit the under last time. It did. And I just uh, I'm not going to bet on that happening twice in one year. So, Packers. No, it's Packers Matt Hunters. Ryan's disa- Matt Ryan's disappointing this year lately. Lately, yeah. At first, like ten weeks, he was a top five quarterback in fantasy. Now he's he's really last three four weeks he's really come down. Uh, although he did get two touch two touchdowns called back off penalties. So like, they had a really really. What did you go last week? I went two and two. That that was a bad miss. I think we both. I think I two went two? two as well. Yeah. But you um, you lost the Packers. Packers. We had the same picks, right? Or we had two of the same picks? Yeah, we had two of the same picks. We um, both took the Packers and we took the um, Falcons, and they both lost. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so what do you got? Well, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i read Tommy's first. Oh, yeah, we got Buns' uh, picks. Tom, Tom has um, – Mr. Buns has Packers minus six and a half, like you. Thought about that as well myself. He has Bills plus six and a half, like you said, possibly. Uh, that's – that's that's a lot of points for a really good team with a better record. Um, he's got Bucks plus one uh, riding the uh, the Winston hot hand there, which is always inconsistent. And then he has Pats Texans over forty four and a half, which is which you know Patriots are a really good D, so it doesn't seem like that high a number. But those are his four picks. Um, the Packers is definitely very tantalizing, as you said, under a touchdown. Maybe they probably are being overacted, but the defense has come down back down to life a little bit. Um, 
you know, eventually, especially giving up 30 or whatever they gave up to Jimmy G, a little disappointing. Uh, Kittle ran all over them, you know, with, with a broken ankle, for Christ's sake. The guy's a psychopath. So my three picks, I'm t- kicking it off with my, my home team. I'm kicking off with the New York Jets minus three and a half against the Bengals on the road. Bengals are going back to Andy Dalton. Get this while you can now at three and a half. The Jets just fucking pummeled the Raiders, a playoff possible team. I loved it. The the Jets are playing good. They're not a bad team. They may get to that seven point that seven that seven win total. They got two on pretty much the Bengals coming up and then the Dolphins. Two very winnable games. Could go six and seven. Um don't sleep on the Jets right now. They're 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 a hot team and Sam Donald's playing as good as quarterback as anyone in the league. Still alive uh, in the playoff hunt. They technically who the Jets? Yeah. They gotta win out, but they're still alive. They gotta win out. The, the one shame is if they beat the Dolphins, they would be in a, a solid spot right now. Because if they won these next two games, they'd be seven and six. They have they have all their games are winnable. Minus no, the they Ravens. got seven I, losses. They're four and seven what? right now. No, we have seven. I mean, if we went nine and seven, we could tie conceivably. I mean, it's not going to happen. But the Ravens is a loss, and then the other two games, the Bills and the Steelers, are winnable in my eyes. Um, being we played better than the Bills for three quarters, and we had a, a quarterback with mono and. So, the Bills are always winnable with the Jets, honestly. we It's always a close game. Um, although the, the Bills are better, but I digress. My second spread, um, they've never really let me down this year. And it's it's they don't look great lately, but I'm taking the Dolphins plus nine against the Eagles. The Eagles are banged up. They look terrible. They put up three points on the Seahawks before a garbage touchdown by Wentz. Uh, Eagles fans are still in denial about Wentz. They should have kept Foles, treated, should have traded Wentz. Everyone's hurt. Jeffrey's hurt. Lane Johnson is the big injury. Aguilar, that's probably a better a benefit. Um, nine points is a lot. Dolphins are at home. I'm taking the risk there, but nine's a lot. That's my second spread. Third spread. Where is she? I had it. Oh, going against something I normally do, but I'm betting against the Seahawks here. Vikings plus three. It's prime time on Monday night. Kirk Cousins a lot better lately in prime time. Um, I think the Vikings are the better, better team, getting three points. Seahawks, not as dominant on home as they usually are. They're undefeated on the road. Very rare for them, but they're not as good at home as on the road. So I like the th- points. I think the Vikings could easily win it. I think they're just as good a team. I think they're a more balanced team. Defensively, ex- give me plus three there. Very unusual for me to go against Seattle, but I'm doing that. Um... Were that, was that three for me? Yeah, now you're over under. Oh, I never, t- I never took the Steelers. Whatever, you, you, you a different bet for you. Um, right? Did I, did I pick three? Yeah, yeah. I took the Jets. Whatever, uh, whatever. Duh. You, you have the Steelers. Um, I like that one too, though. For the record, my over under. I'm gonna go with the. I think I was going over this week. I think I think it wasn't over. It was coming back to the good side. <laughs> about about damn time. The under hit for me again last week. But yeah, this was it. It was um over Rams Cardinals forty six and a half. Um, the Rams get uh, got Woods and Cooks back tonight. I think they'll start getting back 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 together offensively. Um, Cardinals don't have much of a defense. Uh, Kyler Murray can put up points. 46 and a half over. 
don't love it, but I'll take the over. I'll I'll I'll, I'll mix it up a little bit here. I I think I think they can cover that. Cardinals defense is, is like the one thing stopping them realistically. So, um, I, I think the trio of receivers they've only had Cup back the last week or so. It's the only Cup, so uh, they got their three guys. Uh, Cardinals uh, Murray's going to carry them offensively. Kenyon Drake's been good. That's that's my that's my over under. Love it. I like I like all of our picks this week. I think there's a lot of games to be exploited this week. It's, it's you don't get this often in the NFL. Uh, but yeah, th- that's uh, that's gonna do it, ladies and gents. Uh, everyone have a uh, happy and wonderful Thanksgiving. Food, family, football. Uh, enjoy your weeks, and we will see you back yep. early next week.